Good morning, everybody. Good morning. Uh, welcome to Resurrection Sunday. We love Resurrection Sunday. Mm -hmm. uh, we love the power of the resurrection. We love Good Friday because of what Jesus did on the cross. And we love Resurrection uh, Sunday because without that resurrection, everything Jesus did on the cross would not be real for us. Yeah. But the resurrection that, that Jesus rose from the dead meant, meant that he had victory over sin, he had victory over Satan, and he had victory over the death, the three great enemies of our world. And uh, we just want to say thanks for tuning in. If you're watching um, and you're not from New Heart, welcome. We're, it's welcome. great to have you. And um, this, this morning, our word is um, come alive. Uh, we have a now word for you, a word about the resurrection power that is for now. And um, we, we've realized that as we've been talking to different ones um, and we've been watching the news and, and looking at news feeds, we realized that uh, a lot of people are not really worried about dying. I, if you were to say, are you in worried about dying? Our close vicinity. Region. Yeah, in our region, in Australia. Yes. I think most Queensland. people are not worried about um, dying, the, the future. They're actually worried about the now. Um, our generation is called the now generation. Um, I was born in the 60s and um, my, the generation before me went to Vietnam and that was the last uh, big war that, mm -hmm. that happened in our region. And, um, but my, my generation has not known anything but up and to the right. This one, we had a blip in a global financial crisis, but we've really been a now generation. We've always expected things just to keep getting better. And, to, and this, this time has come and all of a sudden, our now is in what, what's, am I going to have a job? And mm. some of people have lost their jobs. Am I going to get sick? Mm. Uh, how am I going to handle uh, working from home? I can't work from home. The um, isolation. All those unknowns. Yeah. And can't the now generation has been confronted. Yeah. Uh, it's been confronted with the things they took for granted. And all of a sudden, that the, the carpet has been pulled out from underneath them. So today, our word... Is, is that God is wanting to speak to this now generation mm. and he's wanting his resurrection power to come and he wants to, them to face their fallibilities. He wants them to face their weaknesses. He wants them to face that they are actually not in control. Mm. And I, I just had to laugh um, at the end of last year when everybody was blaming Scott Morrison for the bushfires. And it was this idea that humans, I, I think underneath that was this idea that Not humans, that we want to be political. No. But it was like this idea that humans actually can control the climate and all the things that are around it and that we're the only cause for all these things. And, you know, you step back from that and you go, yeah, we did cause some stuff, but there's a lot of things that are outside our control, which we need to ask God for help in. And many people did pray. Mm -hmm. um, but today we want to uh, share a word which is a little bit different from the Easter uh, passage but it's from Ezekiel chapter 37 mm. and we're going to read a, an amazing story um, where God gives a vision to Ezekiel uh, um, that was shared with the people who were living in captivity and these were people without hope and it actually says that in the passage now let me read to you Ezekiel chapter 37 1 to 14 I'm reading from the new international version mm -hmm. the hand of the Lord was upon me and he brought me out by the Spirit of the Lord and set me in the middle of a valley, and it was full of bones. He led me back and forth among them, and I saw a great many bones on the floor of the valley, bones that were dry, very dry. And he asked me, Son of man, can these bones live? And I said, Sovereign Lord, you alone know. Then he said to me, Well, prophesy to these bones and say to them, Dry bones, 
hear the word of the Lord. This is what the sovereign Lord says to these bones. I will make breath enter you and you will come to life. I will attach tendons to you and make flesh come upon you and cover you with skin. And I will put breath in you and you will come to life. Then you will know I am the Lord. So I prophesied as I was commanded. And as I was prophesying, there was a noise, a rattling sound. And the bones came together, bone to bone. And I looked and tendons and flesh appeared on them and skin covered them, but there was no breath in them. Then God said to me, prophesy to the breath. Prophesy, son of man, and say to it, this is what the sovereign Lord says. Come, breathe from the four winds and breathe into these slain that they may live. So I prophesied as he commanded me and breath entered them and they came to life and stood up on their feet, a vast army. Then he said to me, son of man, these bones are the people of Israel. They say our bones are dried up and our hope is gone. We are cut off. Therefore prophesy and say to them, this is what the sovereign Lord says. My people, I'm going to open your graves and I'm going to bring you up from them and I will bring you back to the land of Israel. Then you, my people, will know that I am the Lord. When I open your graves and bring you up from them, I will put my spirit in you and you will live and I will settle you in your own land. Then you will know that I, the Lord, have spoken and I have done it, declares the Lord. Whoa. This, this is a, an amazing image of a restored people of God. This, the people had said, our bones are dried up and our hope is gone. We are cut off. And I guess we're beginning to see people say that kind of things. Uh, we, people are at the beginnings of desperation, but we're not there yet. Um, there's this sense of the world falling apart, the brokenness of the world coming upon us. And here in the face of their calamity, back these thousands of years ago, God is saying, I want you, Ezekiel, to prophesy on my behalf. I want you to speak life into death. And this morning, we want to share with you how, how Jesus is wanting to lead us. Mm -hmm lead his people mm -hmm. into breathing life into death yeah. and to not being um, overwhelmed with the now, not yeah. being um, trudged down by the now, not mm. being dominated by the now, not fearing the now or the lack of the now mm. and recognising we are an eternal people mm. who are beyond, we have a life beyond this life. Yeah. We um, have a calling. We have this, this immense power mm. of Jesus, the resurrection power in mm. us that is designed to breathe life into death. Yeah. And so we, as, um, as the book of Esther says, we were born for such a time as this. Yeah. Uh, I want Michelle to share mm. with you a story um, how God gave her a picture of the church rising up mm. at such a time as this. Mm. Actually, it was, um, it, was a, it was kind of like a vision that I got when I was reading from Isaiah 60 once, and uh, it was so clear. Uh, it was just incredible. A few years ago, I was at a national senior pastors, Baptist senior pastors conference. And at the end of the conference, they just, um, they just asked everybody, was there anything that anybody wanted to share about the future 
um, hope for the movement of Baptist Church. And I, I had just received this vision of what God had put in my heart from Isaiah 60. And I, for me, it's, it's definitely for our Baptist um, movement, but it's actually for the kingdom of God because we're more than just a Baptist movement. We are, the, we are his bride, we are his church, his bright and shining church. So the dream was this, is that I saw the earth and I saw this great, thick, dark fog coming around the earth. And it was like this black monster that just seeped around the earth and it was heavy, it was thick, it was totally pervading and it started to creep and a great darkness covered the earth. And as it covered the earth, it swallowed light, it swallowed goodness, it, squ it swallowed lives. It was just dark, it was evil, it was, it was awful. And then I saw on the other end of the earth was this, um, this marathon runner crouched down in position, ready to just like take off. And as he lifted up from the earth, he, he became more radiant and, and bigger and bigger and bigger and more radiant and bigger and bigger and bigger. And then he started to take off. And as he took off, um, what I actually saw was, though it was Jesus, it was the body of Christ with Jesus, Jesus inhabiting his body. And they were like this beautiful um, marathon Olympian athlete that um, was, just, was just running and they were glorious and they were radiant. And as they ran, initially they pushed back the darkness. But as he, as he continued to run, as, the, as Jesus, as the bride continued to run, that radiance became so overwhelming that the darkness began to flee before it. So that was the vision. And I just wanted to share the scripture with you. It's from Isaiah 60 verses 1 to 3. Arise, shine, for your light has come and the glory has risen upon you. For behold, darkness shall cover the earth and thick darkness the peoples. But the Lord will rise upon you and his glory will be seen on you. And nations will come to your light and kings to the brightness of your rising. So there's this, this, this vision that Michelle had and this vision that Ezekiel had, uh, this, this prophetic thing was this um, Jesus is coming forth. He's the firstborn from, uh, from the dead. Uh, this powerful uh, resurrection fact. You know, the Passover only makes sense um, when Jesus rose from the dead. Uh, the, when you think about the Passover ceremony and the, what actually happened in the first Exodus, is that uh, the the one plague um, that e Egypt could not overcome was the plague of death, and it's the one enemy that no human can overcome, and yet it was a lamb and its life that was given, that was sacrificed and then eaten, uh, and the blood poured uh, put onto the lintel of the door frames that caused uh, the judgment to. Uh, to pass over the people. And in the same way, Jesus' death on a cross, his sacrifice of his life, um, and uh, caused uh, the punishment that was ours to be passed over us, the death that was ours to be passed over us. But here's the thing. The resurrection proves that Jesus had power over sin. The resurrection proves that Jesus had power over Satan. The resurrection proves that Jesus has power over death. 
And I want you to, to know now that Jesus has power over your now. Right now. And, and even though the Passover story is thousands of years ago and, and Jesus' resurrection story is thousands of years ago, our, our resurrection hope is also a future thing that one day we will live again and our bodies will be resurrected and we will be with God forever. But right now we are to be a people where the resurrection power rules and reigns now. And we've got this passage here um, where the, you've got this picture of a, a dead army and then God places that army back together. He assembles them again, but there's no breath in them. And then he, and, and Ezekiel noticed there's no breath. And he says, well, they're there. I can see them, but they don't have that power. And then God tells him to breathe and four winds come and the spirit of God is given into this army. You know what? It says here, the graves, uh, I'll, I'll, I'll open the graves. And you know, Jesus' grave was open. And after that, we, we are told that many appeared, many people, righteous saints, actually were resurrected at the moment and the days following Jesus' resurrection. There was this powerful grave opening moment in our history. And you know what? It affects us now. Right now. I, want, I want us to know that we have the power of the resurrection living in us now mm. it is jesus that we believe in mm. and it's his all conquering power that conquered sin conquered satan conquered death today as you celebrate the resurrection of jesus i want you to look at your life and think about this what am i looking at my now and going mm. oh no mm. what am i look the now that you're looking at uh, and you're worried about are you mm. worried about losing your partner are you worried about um, things that might happen to yeah. you or those close to you? Um, I want you to know that, that Jesus wants you to breathe life into them with prayer. Mm. Jesus wants you to prophesy to those things and pray mm. his abundance and his protection. Mm. Jesus wants his resurrection power coming out of your mouth mm. and he wants you to be like Ezekiel. He wants you to see that which is dead and he wants you to observe it come back to life. Yeah. And he wants it to see to be a mighty army crossing of the world. I believe now is a time. Mm -hmm. Now is a time for us mm -hmm. to arise like, like Jesus and to get in behind Jesus. Jesus mm -hmm. is leading us and we get in behind him mm -hmm. and we get the power of his resurrection mm -hmm. and we take hold of it by faith and we move forward into this mm -hmm. new, unknown, strange and crazy world that we're living in. Who knows what's coming next? But what I do know is that the power of the resurrection, the come alive power of the Jesus that I have and that you have is wanting to do that right now. Perhaps you're watching this and you don't know Jesus. Mm. Well, what I want you to know is that in that story, there was dead bodies that came alive. Mm. Jesus didn't, uh, wasn't a prophet that died and stayed dead. Jesus was the son of God who rose from the dead. He conquered dead. He is the power over all things the book of Colossians um, tells us that he is over all things, including death, including your now. Mm. And he wants you to stop trying to control it. Nothing that you can do can change so many of the factors that are now. But God wants to be there for your now. Mm. He wants his resurrection power coming to you now. Yeah. Uh, if you're a Christian and you're watching this, then make this a time now where you pray and you mm. prophesy what God says to speak over your mm. family, your job, your mm. people you know, your neighbours and what is going on around you. This is a now moment for the church. Mm. We get in behind Jesus and the glory of God will rise upon us.
We pray that today mm. that God will bring breathe into you. I'm going to just pray that right now. Um, the Lord would say to you, uh, I am breathing my breath upon you. My breath, breath come from the four winds right now. And to all those that hear my voice this morning, let the breath of God come and fill you with his power right now. Those who are feeling like death has, is entangling you and is dragging you down. Depression, anxiety, worry, and those things, uh, poverty, I break you now in the name of Jesus and I declare the resurrection power of Jesus into your life right now. We break off that, that spirit of devastation. We break off the power of the destroyer and the accusing one that says you have no hope. And we say right now, no, that is not true. That is a lie. We break the accusing spirit that says all is lost. All is lost. Oh no, our bones are dried up and our hope is gone. We are cut off. This is, this is a lie from Satan. The Lord says to you, um, my people, I'm going to open your graves and bring you up from them. I will bring you. Then, you, then you will know that I am the Lord. And when I open your graves and bring you up from them, I'll put my spirit in you and you will live. I pray that life into you right now. And I pray that you would share that with everyone you meet. Yeah. online yeah. and times we get to face to face yeah we love you we love have you have a fun easter hide eggs from each other and and have an awesome adventure together yeah. figure out how you can have games and have fun as a family we love you and we just hope you have a fabulous day go away and uh, um, pray for one another right now mm. and oh yeah come that alive too. That too, right? <laughs> but don't forget to have fun. Don't forget to have fun. <laughs> Bye. Bye.